Bengals, big old win against the Minnesota Vikings in overtime. My computer's acting like a piece of crap. We don't know if this is going to go through, just like every other week. I'm frozen on the screen now. Who knows what the hell's going to happen? That and a whole bunch more coming up on Blue Collar Bengals, and I'm trying to get the intro to play, and it's not playing. Everything's messed up because I just can't get a fucking computer to work right, apparently. Jesus Christ, dude. This is ridiculous. Every week, I've got a $1,200 computer, a $400 camera, shitty internet service, and nothing fucking works. So, I can't even get the intro to play. I don't know if I'm going to be able to pull up graphics. I don't know if I'm going to be able to pull up comments. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do anything because directly at 5 o'clock when this was supposed to start, my computer decided to shut down after working fine all day. Just so, Just get you one of these and breathe. We'll probably get interrupted here by the intro, but... Uh... It's, it's good to be here. The clock is running, so at least we know we're live. Uh, hopefully you can hear me, man. Um, again, I, I, I can. The intro is probably going to interrupt us here. but uh, I, I, I'm supposed to be clocking out from my job right now, and I can't even get that to pull up, so I'm still on the clock. Fuck overtime. me, dude. Overtime, baby, overtime. Don't God damn. But what a game Saturday. Again, we will probably be rudely interrupted by the intro here. Um, not often we get to watch Saturday football. So that was fun in itself, man. How was it? What was it like being down there on a Saturday? You're mad. I don't know. He's so mad. <laughs> Dude, like, I, I, I got to click everything like four times for it to go through. Something's going through now. The environment was awesome Saturday. Um, I was in kind of a shitty mood Saturday, too. So things are kind of just carrying over. But... Um, the Bengals environment, the fan environment was awesome. The stadium was sweet. Bet Jack hooked me up front row seats in the corner of the end zone. It, that was incredible. I, I couldn't say enough good things about how awesome my seats were, except for that one guy that was behind us that kept asking us to sit down, which I thought was dumb because you're at a football game and you're sitting in the front row. Like kind of what do you expect situation? Yeah. Yeah, I'm standing no, up. I'm we're beating on the walls, you know, right over the edge and everything like I don't know what you expect is going to happen here, but I, I've sat like pretty close down there, like second or third row, but like front row, dude. Is that pretty cool, dude? It was it was awesome. Um, I'm so sorry that I keep moving out of the frame. I'm just trying to get something on this computer to fucking click, um, dude. Like, you want to talk about cussing too early in the the YouTube clock? Now yeah. my mouse won't even won't even move. We're canceled. We're canceled. Bring it back in, because you know what? Fuck it. We're live. It is what it is. Being field level, though, like nothing in front of you. Like, I know that's where, like, players jump up and do all kinds of stuff. Like, did, did any of that happen to you, or was it just an awesome experience being right there on the field? So we didn't get any uh... – we didn't get any players jumping up to us, unfortunately. Um, no touchdowns really happened in that corner. Mixon ran one in. Um, I think in front of us, I think it was. So okay. that was cool, but there was no like action right in the corner that we were in. But like just seeing the players up that close was awesome. Nobody standing up in front of me. Like I don't ever get mad if somebody's standing up at a football game because we came to a football game to stand up and jump and cheer and high five the stranger next to you and have fun. Uh, but it is a little bit nice to just, there's no possible way anything's going to obstruct me because like sometimes like a dude's going by to get a beer and he walks by at the worst moment, like right as the ball snapped on third down and I'm trying to look around him. Um, so didn't have any of that. Like it was, it was the best seats that I've ever had personally. That's awesome. That was when you said like you got those seats, like it took me a minute to realize pulling up stats here just in case we need them. Um, to realize that you were that close to the field. Like, cause I just, I know some of those guys like in 151, I know them and they sit low and I mean, people sit low all over the, the field. Uh, and one time last year I was like third row up, I think uh, like on the 50. Uh, and that was just an unreal experience. Um, I'm an end zone guy. Cause I like to see the play develop. So for me, like I like to see the quarterback, and the running backs or the wide receivers and everything go in motion or for the defense make adjustments and stuff like that. Uh, but like sitting that low regardless is incredible. How was the atmosphere before kickoff at like tailgates, uh, like just walking around the concourse, like where people, I haven't been to a game since the beginning of the season. And it's, it's awful. This knee derailed my entire plans this season. Like was the atmosphere like, 
fun? Are people excited? Are they optimistic? Or are they kind of like, we'll just see what happens? Oh, dude, the vibes were the vibes were super high, and I'm I'm happy to report Mouse looks to be functioning now. Um, so hopefully I can bring up our graphics and go through the chat because I see there's a good amount of comments in there. Yeah, I'm putting the nicotine patch in, dude. I need a little fucking something to take the edge off. All right, it's, dude. Today was fine. It was a good day. Right, work was pretty calm. Things were going through. I found a truck that I'm gonna go look at that I might buy that I really like, and things are going good. And then like four fifty. Right before I need to go live, ten minutes before I get off work, everything goes to hell. So yeah, I'm throwing the old the old poucher in there, take the edge off a little bit. Oh, for it. To answer your question though, there's high expectations for this team now. Yeah. Now the first half was rough. Um, I think everybody thought that we were kind of coming back down to reality and you know, this and that with the offense, but halftime adjustments went through and I mean you got Jermaine Pratt with a pick six that gets called back on a an offsides call that from everywhere I've seen, it looks like Trey Hendrickson moved as soon as the ball was snapped. Um, so that's taken off the board. And then you have just a ridiculous no P.I. call on T. Higgins late in the game when Browning's going deep to him right in front of the ref. And Zach, like, lost his shit on it, which I thought was awesome because I love watching coaches just absolutely lose their mind when – um, there are just clearly bad calls from this terrible NFL officiating that we're seeing. Um, so I enjoyed seeing that because he just decided he was just going to be a dog and let him have it. But you know, like those are things that happen to a team where they could just shut down. Like they took the touchdown off the board. We're pissed off or they, they didn't give us the PI. We're pissed off. We're going to just shut down. And the Bengals didn't man. And that's a testament to the culture. That's a testament to, I think, what Zach Taylor has instilled in this team. So I, it was just, it was great to see them fight through a lot of adversity in that game without Joe Burrow, their fearless leader, and still not bend and not just completely buckle. So that's my personal opinion on how that that whole thing went. Yeah, I, I mean, from the couch, that's the vibes I got on on like Twitter X. I don't care. Uh, people were optimistic, and and it is like there's still high hopes and there's still high expectations for the team, even with Joe out. You, you know what I mean? So uh, and they're delivering. So why the hell shouldn't they? Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, when you got uh, a first half that's kind of like ah oh, crap. Oh, put that back up. Did that? Did that? Yeah, I might have pulled it up too early. <laughs> Look at that snarl, son. Yes. Exactly, and you and you got you. But dude, anytime a coach is is coming at the officials like that, going to bat for his guys, I'm game. I'm in. And like I said, you mentioned it, but that thing's going around Twitter right now like a fire, and it's awesome. But uh, I'm having difficulties too here. My mic just quit quit uh, quit on me. But um, it, it's it's just it's great. Like literally falling off. This is somebody somebody please. Sponsor us for the love of God. I thought it'd be better if we had like a studio and real equipment. This right here, like for the love of God. I mean, uh, but uh, yeah. Like, Any networks out there looking for a total fucking train wreck? Give us a call. DMs are open. Uh, but uh, it, it just it's coming together. It's awesome. Uh, we're not going to get into the Pittsburgh game in this show, but like we still have an opportunity to roll forward and keep this momentum. So like. Dude, vibes are high, as the kids say. Yeah, yeah. So uh, somebody said, is it just me or is Drew's volume at a 10 and Ron at a 3? Well, he, he's having some mic issues. Um, I think that technical issues are just a fun part of our show now. Um, I think it's just who we are. Yeah. Um, but I want to get through some comments here just because I like when, you know, we, we, we interact with people. I see some people are joining from Twitter. Um, I don't know if they can comment or not. I still haven't figured that out. Uh, there's lots of, there's some talk about me throwing my mic and my mouse into a wall. Um, ben says Zens are life. Um, these are actually not Zens, Ben, because I went to Speedway looking at the Zens and they didn't make them strong enough for me. I need something a little stronger. I got that dog in me, just like Jake Browning does. I'm, um, that's so I'm not a Zinner. I used to be a like, Coke long cut 
child uh, when I was in high school, uh, but uh, I have not in a while. Are, are they different milligrams? Yeah, so I have an eight milligram um, Speedway. I only saw the six in the Zen that's popular with the kids, but I need something a little bit stronger. A lot of times I'll put two of the eights in at one time because I just don't give a shit about my body. Um, Dude, you wanna, and I just ride that high. You want to hear something disgusting? When when I played football in high school, we would put it in our mouthpieces, bro, and we would go through practice. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, dude. Good. Nasty, dumb teenage uh, But uh, But any kids out there watching this, don't do that. Yeah. Shit's bad. Don't do that. Don't do that garbage. We're a good influence family show. Don't don't listen to our bullshit. Uh, but um, but yeah, it's total kids show. I know it's not. I'm glad you got uh, your your tobacco there. Uh, I'm glad we're able to drive on. Uh, we're at about 11 minutes, which is good uh, considering the amount of technical difficulties we usually uh, fist fight on this show. Um, do you? want to talk about this Bengals offense. Yeah, so we've got the box score breakdown presented by Hooday.com. That's W-H-O-D-A-I.com. All Bengals content in one place. Listen to podcasts straight from your browser. They have an app on the way. Very, very cool site. They make great graphics for us, so it looks like we know what the hell we're talking about. And, of course, we're going to start with, I think, the, I think the nickname that's catching on the most, maybe I'm wrong, Downtown Jake Brown. I Downtown Jake Browning. Here he is, 29 of 42, 324 passing yards, average of 7.7, two touchdowns, one very bad interception. Uh, Shout out to Joe Goodberry. He had a great breakdown of it. Had T. Higgins wide open, but it looked like it was just a half field read, so he threw it to a spot, got picked off. Um, Did take four sacks for a loss of 22 yards, which isn't great. Um, QBR was 56.8. His uh, QB rating was 97.7. So not his best game, but he bought his ass off, man. He threw for 300. He, he threw up a couple, he threw up a couple of fuck it balls. And guess what? That's what happens. Joe Burrow did that too. And T Higgins makes the insane play with 40 some seconds left to not only make the catch, but have the presence of mind to spin around, extend the ball across the pylon. And the tweet that I put out at that moment, because I saw some T Higgins slander after a couple drops and I didn't like it. So I just, I just threw the little tweet out from the stadium and said, T Higgins just reminded you who the fuck he is real quick. And um, so, yeah, man, Jake Browning, another game. And he's a dog, dude. He's looking at the camera at the end of the game like, they shouldn't have fucking cut me. And I'm just – I've watched that 300 times. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And I don't I don't mind a tweet like when T or somebody drops it like, oh, I got to grab that T or got to grab that boy. That's not a big deal. But if you start dogging on him, come on, dude. The guy's proved what – Saying shit to his mom? Yeah, fuck that. You, you, know, you know the guy's proved he belongs here, but uh, – Jake Brown, Jake Brown. You want to talk about Joe Shiesty? Let's talk about Jake Feisty for a second. Maybe I have heard Jake Feisty also. Yeah, maybe not his best game statistically, but when you're down in the dumps and everybody's beating on you and kicking your ass and wondering, are you the man for the job? Are you really going to do this a third time? No, you can't do it. You're not going to do it. You're coming down to earth this game. No, he's not. No, he isn't. And this is all this flash. I'm gonna take it. You know why I'm taking it all? You know why I'm taking it all? Because that's Joe's thing. And you you mentioned it. We've got a yin and yang situation going on with our quarterbacks right now. And I'm putting them up there in the same sentence. Joe Burrow is the star. He's obviously the better quarterback. Let's not be crazy here. But we have a yin and yang going on right now, right? I don't know which one's which. So, so any any experts out there on yin and yang, you can correct me. But we got Joe Burrow over here yinning it up. Joe Cool. Cool as ice. Yeah, man. I'm, I got my outfits coming in. I'm cool, calm, collected. Let's run the offense. Then you've got a essentially a, a barbarian, like, serial killer berserker in Jake Brown <laughs> making passes that don't make sense, screaming at cameras after the game. Belongs wearing one of these bad boys, a fucking fighting vest. And uh, I think <laughs> on last time, one of these, I'm not going to try to fit it on my head. I'm taking it off in two seconds. Jake Brown is a warrior, dude. He is a warrior. And I am happy 
that he is our starting quarterback right now outside of Joe Burrow because he is getting it done when it matters. Here's the thing about Jake Browning that I don't think people are picking up on yet. Um, people are saying he's going to get paid, he's going to leave and all that, but he is going to be the Bengals' backup quarterback next year because he is an exclusive rights-free agent which means that the Bengals can place a tender on him and he cannot negotiate with other teams. So he, and I think the salary on that's league minimum. I'm I'm not going to say that I'm positive on that. Somebody can fact check me. Um, I put shit out. Like, I think this is the case. And here's like 10 people replying to me like, you know what the fuck you're talking about? I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm just saying like, I'm trying to find out, but I'm pretty sure that he's sticking around pretty much regardless. Yeah. So that's good. But that's the future we got to think about the right now. Just, dude, he he, he seems kind of like Burrow. Throws a shitty pick, didn't get rattled. Just stayed even keeled, came back in, led the team down the field, tied the game up with 40 seconds. And then, you know, it, maybe it was kind of a fuck it ball, but he chucks it up to Boyd, and Boyd makes the catch, makes a great play, gets it all the way down inside the 10. And I do want to point out, there was a lot of Minnesota fans in the stadium doing the skull thing. And I shit you not, dude. It felt like the whole stadium after Boyd caught that ball and got inside the 10. It felt like the whole stadium, the Bengals fans were just trolling, doing the skull thing, dude. Like it just broke out everybody in unison. And it was one of the craziest things I've ever seen because I think that that's just so like, just the troll was awesome. I don't, I don't know the whole thing. That's awesome. What do they kind of do? Like the chiefs do this, they do that. Yeah. They, they go skull, skull. Skull, and I don't know exactly what the fuck that means, but it's S-K-O-L, and that's their chant. It must be a Viking thing. I don't know anything about Vikings. It is um, Viking thing. But uh, for our fans to answer back after we uh, give them their lickings is very Bengals. I love that. Yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. Um, but I, I don't know, like, how, how, how else do you not? Like, how do you not believe this guy? My dad just texted in and said, um, Browning set an NFL record. Um, he's the first quarterback to go over a thousand yards and a 75% completion percentage in his first three starts. And then he answers with that. So he said, how can you not believe in him? And that's where I'm at. How could I not believe in this guy? Nothing rattles him. He throws a pick. He takes a sack. He doesn't care. He comes in, he makes a big play. You know, he's not, he doesn't have all the physical gifts as you know, a lot of these quarterbacks in the in the league do, but he's a he, he's proven to be a damn good backup. And I'm eating my words because at the beginning of the season, when everybody's saying, "Should we sit Burrow? Should we sit Burrow?" I'm like, "Well, fuck, Jake Browning's not going to do any better than banged up Burrow." Maybe looking back, he could have, but like, who knew that the guy had no NFL starts? He had a great year at Washington as a freshman. Had shoulder surgery. Was never the same. Almost fell out of the league. We picked him up. So, like, who knew that that was coming? But, yeah, my dad's right. How could I not believe in the guy? Yeah, he's a dog, dude. Ain't he? I mean, it's 324, or, yeah, what is it, 324 yards, two touchdowns? Come on. That's going to win you football games. You know what I mean? On top of yeah. running the ball? I mean, come on. And and moving forward with the box score breakdown, he did it again this week. He spread the ball out. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven different receivers caught a ball. Jamar Chase before going down with a separated shoulder, which got him day to day per Zach Taylor. Four receptions for sixty-four yards. T. Higgins four catches, sixty-one yards, two touchdowns. One being the insane extension there at the end of the fourth quarter to uh, tie the game up. Tyler Boyd, two with 53, that big long one of 44 to set up the game winning field goal. Tanner Hudson, five for 49. And I will tell you guys, this is how my parlay died. I built my Bengals parlay like I do every week. It was all good. Mixon touchdown. Mixon got his over on his total scrimmage yards. I accidentally clicked under 20 and a half receiving yards for Tanner Hudson when I meant to click over. So I got a bad beat just for fucking myself over. Chase Brown has three for 38. Mitchell Wilcox, two for 20. Irv Smith, two for 18. Joe Mixon, three for 14. Charlie Jones, two for 10. Yoshi with one for five. And Travion with one for two. So again, he's not just throwing the fuck it balls up. He threw a couple of them and they worked out, but he spread the ball around and hit 11 different receivers, man. He's going through his reads. He's running this offense. That's impressive, dude. 
Because, like, it's not I – mean, Yeah. Not – really normal i don't think and he keeps doing it like usually you see games it's like i'll just i don't want to pick our team another team like the vikings when jefferson's healthy he's got the majority of the yards and the tight end has some running has some there's always like one two three but that was like nine guys it was like 60 60 60 50 49 so 50 30 like it's like 38 and it's like shit i mean these guys don't have tiny numbers like some of them were chunk plays or whatever but like he's like seeing the field in its totality uh and you really can see it when you go oh that was Boyd. oh that was t who was that oh hudson wait herb smith sighting like he's not just a backup to me like if i was a backup i would probably pike shit where's jamar chase you know what i mean like, <laughs> yeah no doubt <laughs> that's what i would do but Jake Browning hikes the ball, gets back there, lights a fire in his own head, finds the entire field, and hits the best guy at the time. Whether he's getting chased around by a, a pass rusher or he's got time in the pocket, he looks, nah, he's not there. He's not there. Bam. I saw him go to a third read like twice, and I'm just like, is this fucking Peyton Manning? Like, I, he's not Peyton Manning. This, but, like, this is incredible. Like, I, I'm – I'm thoroughly impressed with what he's been able to sustain. So to me, like anything he does, it's not going to truly disappoint me because he's far out ex- exceeded my expectations. Yeah, and Mark Fetters with a great comment. Browning takes what the defense gives him, and that's exactly what he did. And he's been doing it very, very well. You know, these last three starts, the, the Pittsburgh game stunk. I think the offensive game plan stunk, but – since then, man, this this last three-game ride, he's taken what the defense gives him. And Frav films with another great comment that says, that box score is how this offense needs to look, whether it's Jake or Joe at the helm. And I could not agree more. I don't know what it is, but they are more focused on running the ball. And we have the rushing stats. I do see a comment from Twitter, Mitch Robinson. We can see it. I will get to that in a minute. But it is nice to know that we actually have um, Twitter comments enabled. So I fixed that. Um, so despite technical issues, I'm not a total idiot. Well, um, well, okay. Rushing stats, Joe Mixon, 10 carries, 47 yards, Chase Brown, seven carries, 23 yards. Mixon did have the touchdown. Uh, Travion got one carry for 10 and then Browning ran four times with a net total of zero yards. But if you look at your running backs, that is another 18 attempt game from your running backs. I like it when it's over 20, 25, but the way that game went, Bengals fell behind. They had to throw the ball to come back. It is what it is, but they still managed 22 rushes for 80 yards. And that's a good, that's still a decent balance. That's still making the defense respect the fact that you are going to run the ball. I agree. That kind of box score needs to happen consistently, no matter who's taking snaps. 100%. Yeah. And you, again, the ball spread out. You've got about 100 yards between the whole crew, uh, getting the yards in when they need to, mixing, punching it in. A uh, little controversy right now. I'm a Bearcat, so I really like Ivan Pace, but uh, come on, dude. You're really freaking not giving yourself a good name going after Joe Mixon after the game when he ran your ass over. Uh, but uh, it's good to see the running game work. It's good to see Chase Brown. was in there a couple times, uh, which was fun. Um, and it's really nice to see Joe Mixon continue to just, like, run with one hand up and a middle finger in the air to anybody that doubted him. Uh, and anybody that doubted him and has come back around and said, dude, I was wrong. Like, he's killing it. Go Joe Mixon. You guys are fine. You can doubt things and you can, you can have opinions about the roster and stuff, but it's nice to see sure. Joe Mixon. It's nice to see him telling everybody whether they supported him or not. Screw you. I'm here and I'm going to run the football. So. Yeah. And, and he's been catching the ball out of the backfield pretty well too. So. I think that's an element that we hadn't seen from him at the beginning. But to the Ivan Pace thing, here's my issue with it. I don't have the UC loyalty that a lot of people have. I shared the video. People started arguing about all the shit in Joe Mixon's past, and there's a lot of Bearcat loyalty there, blah, 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 whatever. It is what it is. I like UC. Like, I'll root for UC, like, on the side, you know, because I want to see him do well, but I'm not, like, a UC fan. But here's my thing with it. If you're going to go shit talk Joe Mixon after the game, 
And you want to get your lick back because Pace stopped him quite a few times later in the game. Like, Pace was having a good game. He's good. But, like, if you're going to go shit talk the guy and he's got his helmet off, you got to take your helmet off because the helmet's almost like the hold me back guy because you know he's not going to punch you. And if he does, you got a fucking helmet on. So, like, I feel like he would have just looked a little bit tougher if he had ripped the helmet off and got right up in his face. You know what I mean? Like, I th- that's the only thing that I care. I don't care that he did it. Like, yeah. They're football players. It's competitive. They're going to talk shit. It happens. Whatever. But, like, you got to rip the lid off, dog. Yes. I've made the mistake before, again, as a teenager of throwing my fist into an opponent's helmet. Not a good idea, kids. Uh, but uh, for Ivan to keep his helmet on, that sucked. And it really just it hurt my heart because I love Ivan Pace, and I'm so happy he's doing well in Minnesota. Uh, but uh, I'll just – I don't know. Come on, dude. Like, take your helmet off. You're going to act like a hard-ass, be a hard-ass. Don't just sit there and yeah. put a shield on and, and pretend like you're being tough. And who knows what was said. It did look like they had, like, some harsh words with each other, but who knows? They could have just been running that mouth, running that game, and getting out of there. I couldn't hear Pace very clear, but I think there was something in there like, I'll beat your ass. Like, I think it was pretty hostile. Oh, okay. That's a different story. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think there was pretty like a, a pretty solid. I'll beat your ass in there. Oh, that's um, and then go mix it first. I didn't face screw you. Come on, dude. <laughs> and then getting into the uh, the end of the box score breakdown with the defensive stats, and then we'll talk a little bit about the defense and how things played out, and some of the unfortunate news that we got. Also, uh, Jermaine Pratt, big game. 12 tackles, 5 solo, half of a sack. Jordan Battle, another good game. 10 tackles. He doesn't miss tackles, folks. It is what it is. Um, Logan Wilson, 7 tackles, 4 solo. DJ Turner, 7 tackles, 4 solo. Dax Hill, 6 for 4. Almost had a pick. Uh, BJ Hill, 5 for 1. And he got another interception. Cheeto, 4 tackles for 3 yards. Cam Sample, 4 for 3. I'm I'm sorry, 4 tackles, 3 solo for Cheeto. 4 tackles, 3 solo for Cam Sample. Miles Murphy, uh, four four tackles, two solo. Got himself a sack on there and a tackle for loss. Uh, Josh Tupo, four tackles, one solo. Mike Hilton, three tackles, three solo. And a big red zone pick to keep points off the board for the Vikings. And then Sam Hubbard, three tackles, three solo. Trey Hendrickson, three total tackles, one solo, but one and a half sacks. So Trey was getting off again. But, man, they gave up a lot of yards. They gave up a lot of points. But they did what we've seen the Bengals' defense do in the games that they win. They've bent, but they haven't broken. And I'll take that every week. You can have all the yards and all that. They gave up a little more points than I'd like them to give up. But they stiffen their spine up like they've been doing all year a couple times and get the red zone stops and stuff Nick Mullins on the quarterback sneak on fourth and one um, to to get you know in position to go win the game. So there are... The rankings are the rankings. The Bengals defense ranks very low in the NFL. I think 31st still in total defense, but they made some big plays. They stiffened up when it matters, and it was enough to get them a win. But the unfortunate news that comes from that defensive effort is the injury bug. And um, this was the comment that I was referring to from Mitch Robinson from Twitter. Um, DJ Reader, out for the season. Heartbreaking, dude. Just It sucks. And you felt his impact as soon as he was gone because the run defense instantly suffered. Um, So what we do about the reader situation is I think there's going to be a lot more Zach Carter. Um, I don't know if I expect the Bengals to look outside of the building for help on this one, just with how they have historically done things. Um, But it sucked to see him carted off. It sucks that it's the same kind of quad injury that he has had in 2020. And it also sucks to see DJ Ivy tear his ACL because he had started to really turn a corner. It looked like and started making an impact in the Colts game. And then he goes down on the special team snap. So that is the, the worst side of the defense I think is the injuries. I totally forgot about Ivy. Fuck. That sucks. Um, yes. Um, I'll, I'm going to touch on these injuries and I'm going to get into the this, this performance that these guys put on uh, losing readers. Terrible. Um, we have Logan Wilson. Who's our, our guy. Uh, in between reader and the safeties, kind of quarterbacking everything. Uh, you got the safeties back there doing what safeties do, just safety. And uh, and then you got DJ Reader in the center there, uh, just the tip of your spear, a top nose tackle in uh, this league. Um, they just don't get credit because they're in stripes. That's just that's that's Bengals football, baby. Uh, 
the the guy I, I just a guy I would have put a blank check up to uh, had yeah. they, had they been working deal in the off season here uh, and it's just a shame and I I just that just sounds like an awful injury because uh, the man's squad is probably like this is how wide I am the man's squad is probably this wide uh, so like that just has has to be painful and like I just wish the best for him. And Ivy as well, young guy. He'll be back. He'll recover. Uh, Reader a little older, but I still, uh, I still think he's he's able to get in there and get back. So, nothing but love and nothing but prayers to both of those guys. Um, but to talk about, and the, you got something to add? If not, I'm going to jump in here. Just on Reader, there was a comment from Mitch Robinson watching on Twitter that asked if it was the same quad on Reader. It is not. It is actually the opposite quad. I don't know if that's good or bad. I don't like. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Probably good, I guess, because he didn't re-tear the same one. Yeah, you don't have I, to repair it twice, I guess. Now you're dealing with two. I thought I'm not a doctor. At least I don't claim to be. But, uh, dude, Jermaine Pratt at the top of this tackle list again with 12, five solo, half a sack. Uh, I really, really want to highlight Jordan Battle. Ten tackles, three solo. Why was that made? He don't miss. Why was that man not starting from the beginning of the season? For the love of God, uh, you and I talk to Jalen, his brother, all the time. One of his biggest—I uh, I don't want to say cheerleaders—the guy Jalen played football too. Like one of Battle's biggest supporters. Uh, there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. And it, it just—the the kid is outstanding, and I'm so happy he's in stripes. Logan Wilson up there, uh, Turner up there again, Hill up there, um, BJ Hill. Uh, uh, often mistaken for a defensive tackle, but uh, apparently plays uh, defensive back with a second interception uh, and another wild one to boot off his back. Like, just who who does he think he is? Like, what is this? And how is he able to rank? He, right place, right time. He said he wants to be on offense. He said, you got to put me on offense yes, now. Yes, I I put him there. I would have. Full, I mean, imagine... Uh, a big body BJ Hill. It's it's uh, you're on the the one. It's you, you tried, dude. Mixon couldn't get in for whatever reason. You don't know. Uh, and you're fourth and one, and you just gotta punch it in. Hand it off to BJ Hill and let him get into the end zone. Yeah, and you remember back in the day when the Bengals would line up Domada Pecco at fullback on those short yardage run situations. Yes, it was do that with BJ Hill, but just. Dump that shit off to him in the flat, you know. Give him a little, give him a little screen or something. Just you know, send him out. Just, just so I can see the, uh, the celebration. And uh, Wedge Gordon says, "BJ Heisty, Heisty, because he steals the ball. I like it. Shut down corner. Actually met Wedge in person at Sam's Club on Sunday. He was rocking the maize and blue Cincy hat, and I was like, sick hat, dude. Shout out. And it was him. So we chopped it up for a minute. It was cool to meet him in person. Uh, but I like that BJ Heisty. Love it. And Kevin K, dude, I love the, the wordplay. We need a, a BJ thick six. A thick six. I like that. I like that a lot. Put him in there, dude. Why not? It's not, I mean, it's not like, why not? If it doesn't work, you ran two dumbass reverse plays within three plays of each other one game. Why not try BJ Hill once and see what happens, man? You know what I mean? Like, well, and then they did the, they did the, was it a? It was a reverse to Hudson where no, I don't even remember. he was maybe going to throw it, yeah. and I'm like, "What?" Like yeah. that. Yeah. Other than that, dude, Zach Taylor has been awesome. He's been calling great offensive games. I'm just saying, just leave some of that shit at home, especially on third down. Can we? Are we done with the with the box score? Right? Yeah. Offense, defense. That was it. Yes, that's it. That was it. We'll do. I. I we need to. We need to get to the wallop, but. Uh, before we do, I, I just, can we talk about Zach Taylor and like, can we not like, can we give him this credit? Like everyone, Joe Burrow goes down and there he is again. Joe Burrow goes down. That picture. <laughs> I can't, like I lose all thought and want to go fight a deer in the woods every time you put it up. But like people are talking about like Stefanski coach of the year. Look what he's doing with the Browns. Like it's super impressive. Like there's other guys out there that are doing impressive stuff, but like, we lost, we lost Burrow, like, and, and, and it was done. Like, everyone was like, we're done. They're done. The Bengals stick a fork in them. And we're not. Like, he – and we have these injuries. And I know other teams have injuries. But, like, Zach Taylor is just doing so 
good with play calling now and and all this stuff. Like it's he just needs the props. Like I say it, and I know you'll love up too after you're done uh, dying right there with these sneezes. Like he is just killing it, and the world needs to hear it. Yeah, and we. I, I will not act like I wasn't somebody that questioned a lot about Zach Taylor. Ron has disappeared. I am ordering pizza for the family okay. while I do the show so it gets delivered when we're done. I look up. Ron is gone. But I admittedly am somebody who has questioned Zach Taylor as a play caller. Never as a coach, but as a play caller. But this three-game run, man, like, what, what, what can you say about the guy? He's putting up damn near 30 points a game. He put up 30 on the Colts. He put up 30 on... Um, Jacksonville before, excuse me. And then, you know, he puts up 27 against the Vikings. So, yeah, the offensive output has been good. There's always going to be stuff we don't agree with. That's fine. There's, I talk to you all the time. There's probably stuff I don't agree with you on. Like, that's that's just the way life works. But this guy is doing a hell of a job. He's lost his backup – or he's lost his starting quarterback, his $275 million man. He's dealt through games without T. Higgins. He's had games where Jamar Chase has been banged up. And things are working, and it's producing. So, man, I, I can't say anything but hats off and tip my cap to Zach. My hair doesn't look as cool as last show because I've passed my three to five business day limit after you can't tell me shit when I get a haircut. Um, but look, all you can do is tip your cap to the guy, right? Look at Zach Scheisty. And i got to put these, these – I don't think <laughs> – Zach Scheisty. I'll never wear these in public because they're absurd. But, like, are we looking at Zach Scheisty? Like, is the man just calling the game? Are you, you know what I mean? It's like it's, it's fun to watch. Uh, and Zach is the head coach, so we're using him. Uh, but we very much understand that there's guys underneath him, like the mad scientists. Uh, we've got all kinds of special teams coaches, obviously offensive coordinators, uh, just game day coordinators, the guys that just make the, the wheels turn throughout the day. Like, it's just we're not having these crazy, like, 12 men on the field penalties and all this dumb stuff that some of these other teams are having. Like, we look good. There was a – couple things obviously but like we just we look good man and i'm just i'm happy with our coaching staff and if i ever meet i want to and thank you dude like thank you so much for what you're doing like it's incredible yeah absolutely man and that's that's kind of where i think pretty much everybody should be like you can nitpick and bitch about the 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 trick play and like i'm just gonna be like yeah i don't like that especially on third down but whatever but like some people are probably still talking about that play of why Zach Taylor's terrible and he sucks. But at the end of the day, every coach makes calls like that. I mean, Brandon Staley took like two, two years to get fired and he was doing dumb shit like that all the time. But let's get into the wallop of the week presented by the Cincy hat, because I'm going to tell you, man, I think we're getting Cincy logos tattooed on our bodies. I think it's happening. I think Teddy K is going to win the Walter Payton man of the year. We are. We're going to do that. Okay. Yeah. I know. I think I think it's gonna happen. I know. I'm- Teddy K even Teddy K hit you with the quote tweet and said he's gonna pay for people's Cincy logo tattoos. I don't know how that's gonna work, and I'm kidding. I know it's happening. I know he's gonna win, and I know that we're gonna get our tattoos. Uh, like, dude, just like Cincy hat, Teddy Karras, awesome, 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 awesome. Do you have the Walter Payton Man of the Year graphic? Yeah. So I accidentally deleted it. Um, <laughs> when I was uploading the new graphics for this week. Um, and I planned on fixing it. And then my computer decided to take a shit, but you can see down there, it's coming across the ticker right now. Tweet hashtag W P M O Y challenge space Karis. And that counts as a vote and every retweet counts as a vote. So we got to keep that rolling, but man, that the Bengals shout out to the Cincinnati Bengals. They put up 30 members, uh, residents and staff of the village of Marici in a suite. Um, I believe it was the Kettering health network suite. So I think that they gave them their suite too. So they chipped in the official healthcare provider of the Bengals. So it all worked out, but halftime presentation, man, they showed this video and allegedly I was a little misty eyed. Allegedly some are saying that, um, but it was, it was, it was really, really cool to see, man. It was a very well, well put together video. It was a very, very, very just cool experience to see them all down there at the 50 in their 64 jerseys. And like right before halftime, Ted's coming off looking hurt, dude. And I'm like, oh no. Like he was looking like he was hurt bad. And then he's a tank, so he's just right back after halftime. I think he chugged a gallon of milk and just shook it off. 
But yeah, deer sausage. They did a th- <laughs> yeah, deer sausage and whole milk. Um, but they did a phenomenal job um, bringing people from the village of Marici to the game. They did a phenomenal job highlighting the cause and what it does for people at the halftime ceremony. So big shout out to the Bengals for that. Um, Thecincyhat.com. I still have four hats to give away. Um, I have found what I think is a better randomizer than the one I normally use because this one got a lot more entries. So I will be announcing winners of the hats at some point tonight. I've got a bunch of stuff to do after the show, but it it is what it is. Um, We're getting to the 40-minute mark, so I'm not going to talk about it too much more, but they did a phenomenal job. There were a lot of Wallop of the Week candidates this week. There were some big hits. Guys were popping, laying the wood, and this is the one that our good friend Ron had chose. So I'm going to roll the clip. Bengals blitzing. Mullins gets dropped at the 11-yard line. Dude, I love Trey Hendricks. I know there's other guys involved there, but the after those hits, dude, just unbelievable. The celly goes hard. Ooh. The celly goes hard. 15 stacks. I, I believe that's still the number. Eschen Stone right now breaking his previous record, running that franchise record. The man is on a t- uh, and should frankly be in the conversation uh, for one of the defensive players of the year, but we won't go there. Uh, what a hit to get back there. I know it's Nick Mullins. I don't care. It's a professional NFL quarterback. They get back there along with company, and they bring him down for a loss of what looked like, I don't know, five, six. I don't remember. I love that. It's not a massive bone-crushing hit, but the Wallops – are also hits that matter. So this week's wallop of the week is Trey Hendrickson, outstanding player, Trey Hendrickson and company, dot, dot, dot. Uh, brought to you by Cincy Hat, as Drew mentioned. Drew's got the uh, orange and black on. I got the uh, white and orange on. Uh, it, uh, they're wonderful, dude. Play a great products. Go on there. They've got onesies. They've even got you Michigan fans hooked up. Uh, but uh, One time for the one time. Shout out the amazing blue. Go blue. Yes. But no matter the colors, the, the hats are a wonderful quality. The, uh, the stuff they got, the polos, all wonderful quality. Uh, and a, a big portion of what you you give to them goes to the village of Marichi. Uh, and uh, it helps out adults with disabilities. Uh, the amount of houses that have been, or housing or uh, domiciles that have been provided to adults with disabilities uh, is just, it's, it's like, there's no words uh, to put into like out there that just kind of like expresses how amazing the uh, organization is. Uh, and it's led by our guy, Ted Karras, who we mentioned is going to be the Walter Payton man of the year this year. And there's, there's some cool stuff that might happen if he wins. We'll just leave it at that. Um, so yeah, that was your wall of the week presented by the Cincy hat. If you don't have one, you played yourself. But it's time to go get one. And it's time to get more. I'm thinking about upgrading this one because I put this thing through hell. Wearing it to tailgates, wearing it damn near every day. I got my white one that I wear with my white stuff, but I might might replace this one. I do have reporting from my stepmother, who is the woman that gets the credit for the reason that I'm a Bengals fan. Uh, Dad's big Buckeye guy. Always liked the Bengals, but he was like living and dying by the Buckeyes. She's like the diehard Bengals fan of the family. Skull, at its most basic is a toast of goodwill and a wish for good health. It's akin to saying cheers in English or salute in Spanish or prost in German. So apparently skull is a toast of goodwill. So we gave them a toast of goodwill as they pack their asses out of Paycor Stadium with a loss. Get home safe, skull. So apparently that's what that means. So shout out to her. I like that. I like the callback too, man. Um, I don't, we're not, obviously no predictions today. I got nothing left. The only thing I was going to say is, yeah, I gotta get this. I need to go in there and buy that black and red one, dude. I, that's that's the one I need to grab. But uh, what? My dad, the the Buckeye, texts me, "Fuck that hat." Hey, man, it's a great cause. All right, you don't like the colors, but the hat's cool. It's a great cause. They made your kid like a a, a custom hat almost. They didn't really make it custom because they had some, but they sent it to me, and then we got some other people to buy them. You say fuck the colors. The hat's cool. Come on. Agreed. Agreed. Love you though. Let's okay. Since Pat, we love you. We're exiting the segment. Uh, go get your cat now. Uh, do you have a photograph of another custom item of yours? 
this is one of the most ridiculous things to ever happen to me in my life. But if you would like a shirt with my dumb ass on it, garage beer shout out. All right. So I like garage beer lime. Uh, I like the people that work there. They're very cool. Um, they posted a picture of me doing this that I thought was really cool. And next thing I know, I get a DM and he's like, Hey man, um, what shirt size do you wear? I'm like, uh, I haven't, I, you know, I, I, there, here's my size. It's an XL. People on Twitter call me a fat ass, whatever. But you don't have to send me anything. You've been kind. He said, trust me, you're going to want this. I got to get back, Ron, back on the screen before he gets inebriated because he's been chugging that beer for a minute. Um, he says, you're going to want this. I'm like, okay, cool. So he sends me the picture of the shirt. And I'm like, oh, cool. They're going to send me a shirt. And he sends me a link. I'm like, no, dog. Like, I am on their website. You can buy this shirt for $20 and have me on your body. Now, there's been a decent response. So I don't know. I know you bought one. I can't wait to watch you rock it. I got one I on the way. Um, a couple of people have bought them. I bought two. I ended up buying two. Um, why, Is it a mistake? Why would you not want that? That, like, I don't even, like, it's... Unbelievable, first of all, Garage Beer putting that together off of that incredible image of you, that perfect shirt. Uh, are they working with LFG, Cincy? No, so so the way that this worked, it was just a beautiful mesh of brands, all right? Because okay. LFG Cincy made the Zach Taylor Made Me Drunk shirt, sent me one. I was like, that's definitely my pregame shirt. Like, I'm rocking that, you know, for my videos and all the stuff I do. I and I just start shotgunning garage beers and drinking garage beers. And so I'm like, okay. So I talked to the people at LFG Cincy. I'm like, yo, like this is a really, really cool beer brand. They're not with like a lot of the bullshit. They just want to sell cool people, cool beer. And they're like, yeah, let's do it. And then they actually put the shirt on their website. And I'm like, holy shit. And they have a clickable link to my Twitter under the listing and a clickable link to LFG Cincy. So you can go buy the Zach Taylor made me drunk shirt. So it's just two really cool brands working in perfect harmony. And somehow it's centered around my dumb ass. It's, it's beautiful. It's a cornucopia of Drew. And it's all just, <laughs> and, it's, and it's all just come together. Uh, and I cannot wait till mine gets on my doorstep. I've got to go after this. I got to go get that LFG Cinchy shirt. I forgot to buy it. Uh, but uh, I can't. I was just. I texted you right away. I think I just texted you in all caps, garage beer, and you knew what I was talking. <laughs> yeah. And look, Jake says he needs one because he's the president of the Drew Garrison fan club. I got to give Jake a shout out. He's been riding with me since I started, man. So. Go ahead, go ahead and pick one up, man. I'm giving five of them away on Twitter, though. Um, people that retweet it. It got like a hundred some retweets. I don't know if that's because people are just like trying to show love and support me and say that's cool, or if like that many people would want a shirt with me on it, but I'm just riding the wave either way. It's not, it's, but it's like, yes, it's you, but it's also a cool ass shirt. Like, dude. It's like all of us. Dude, beard, chugging beer. Like, it's badass. Like, like I'm, I'm proud because like my friend's on it, but like. It's just a badass shirt. And the fact that it's got the Zach Taylor baby drunk on it too, it's just it's it's just it's a perfect collage of Cincinnati. The only thing that's missing is a bowl of chili. It's just perfect. <laughs> I yeah, I, I couldn't believe that it happened because they just like they just sent it to me like this happened and they're like all the proceeds will go back to you. Like we make two dollars a shirt or whatever and they're like that'll all go back to like your garage beer fund i was like dude i don't even want the money i just think this is cool and they're like nah we'll send it to you so i'm like all right cool so yeah if if i am ever out in the wild just like at kroger i ran into a guy at kroger the other day he was like are you drew and i'm like do you like me or did i piss you off <laughs> and he's like oh no i follow you on twitter you're cool i'm like okay so like i see people that know me like out not at games sometimes yeah. if i ever walk through kroger and see somebody walking around with my face on their shirt, I'm going to lose my fucking mind because that would be hilarious. If I'm ever meeting you anywhere again, like we'll go to a game or a beer or something like that, I will enter the room with that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll have an outfit to change into, but I will have that on my person. I'll make people aware that, hey, guys, look at this shirt. This guy's on the So, But am I allowed to wear a shirt with myself on it? Or is that like is that is that too vain? No, 
It's a beautiful shirt. Wear two of them. Wear them one forward, one backward. So you're on the front and the back. Go for it. <laughs> one of the coolest. One of the coolest things happening because like I am literally in a beer brands merch store right now. That is one of the dumbest things that I've ever thought could ever happen in my life, but I think it's cool. So if you want to go buy one, if you want to get one for free, go retweet the tweet and enter the giveaway. I'll pick a winner for that at some point. I got to do the hats first tonight though. Yes. Um, and then I don't know what this is supposed to mean from my fiance and mother of my children. Um, now you're going to ask if you're too vain. I was I before. Sometimes she says those giant hats that people wear. She says, I need that because my head gets too big, but I try to stay grounded and I try to give back to you, the people that make all this cool shit possible. That's why I try to give stuff away as much as I can, but blue collar, you know, I'm not rich, so I can only give away shit so much, but I'm giving away five shirts. I love it. I love it. Well, hell dude, we're at the 50 minute, uh, despite the, uh, beginning, uh, the, uh, down goes Frazier with your computer. Uh, turn out to be an awesome show. That was fun. Uh, unless you got anything to add, man, I'm out of here with a who day. Oh no. He's yeah, man. Um, who day baby. And, uh, thank you all for your support. But yeah, it was a, it was a bad start with the, the tech issues. My computer just woke up. So I appreciate the shit out of all you guys. This is really like, I didn't get like hit the lottery or become a millionaire, but the fact that like a company put me on their shirt is cool as hell. And it doesn't happen without all you guys that tune into this show and, like my dumbass tweets. So from the bottom of my heart, I am truly appreciative because the ride that we're going on is just fun as hell, man. I was at a game front row because of you guys. So, so thank you all. And if I can ever give back to anybody, I will try to do that. Big Hootay. We'll see you Thursday Steelers preview. It is hate week folks. Don't let all this positivity and mushy shit at the end, distract you from the goal of beating the hell out of Pittsburgh Saturday. Hootay. <laughs>